praise and give him all the worship. Reggae He's worth worshiping. Heaven and earth, Lord Jesus, sing your praises. You are God of heaven and earth. You are the God of the universe, the manager of all times. Give all the worship. Live and work all Saturday. You are so beautiful. Beautiful being this precious. The joy of the world. Mando Raka
are going to pray for young people all over the world, especially those who have not had the opportunity to hear of the gospel, those who have not given their lives to Christ. Hallelujah. We are declaring, as we speak in other tongues, we are positioning angels in strategic places to lead them into salvation. Praise the Lord. As we pray for young people, we are also praying for all of our family members, those of them that are not yet born again, those who have not had a chance or the opportunity to receive the gospel into their lives. We are declaring that by the power of the Holy Spirit and through angelic ministrations, they are hearing this gospel. And as they hear, their hearts and their minds are open to receive. In the name of Jesus. has been given unto us in this place. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Whatever you want to achieve in this life, you can get it from this huge church. Praise the, Praise the Lord. And we've had so many testimonies. Amen. Just a few days ago, myself, a miracle man. Okay. okay. I'm not mandated to say testimony now, so I cannot really go deep into details, but it's over 5,000 dollars Just so you know. Praise the Lord. So, what, what we are doing here, we are not playing at all. Hallelujah. So when we are praying here, we are very serious. Here we don't pray. 
Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So this final prayer, say this final prayer. This final prayer. We are going to pray for ourselves. Okay. Whatever your expectations you came with in this service. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is going to meet it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever your plans are concerning your business, whatever your plans are concerning your academics, finances, everything that you require of the Lord. This is your moment. Praise the Lord. Let's speak in other tongues. Lokata gabadi degebos, liga manto brodolo bosati degeboste, lekala bakate lekoto brodolo boste, lima to brodolo bosata gabaye, brodolo bosale kebradi la baso talabare, lorabane kibara so rabane, lorabane gabaso talabaya, robo brodolo boste, lika talabane, robo brodolo bosate, manto. Praise the Lord. Are you happy to be in the house of God? It's time for us to praise. Hallelujah. And then David said in the Bible that I was glad when he said unto me, Let's go into the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are about to praise. Hallelujah. I want you to put your all into this. Praise the Lord. Dance. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Praise God. So let's go. Awesome God. Awesome God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Awesome God. Awesome God. Mighty God. Mighty God. We sing awesome God. Give you praise, give you praise, my 
would lift him up. Everywhere. Everywhere. I would lift him up. Brother, lift him up. Sister, lift him up. Everybody, lift him up. Come on and lift him up. Johnson, lift him up.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Are you excited to be here today? Yes, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord said there's fullness of joy. Hallelujah. He says, where two or more people are gathered in his name, he is there and we praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, you know, what matters most is your joy in the Lord because we are in the presence of God. And God has a lot for us. God has a lot in store for us. Praise the Lord. In case you know, today is a miracle Sunday service. Praise the Lord. So expect miracles, testimonies. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory. Please may be seated. Thank you. Okay, so take today's rhapsody. It's rhapsody time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today's rhapsody topic is divine acquittal. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. So I read the scripture song from Romans chapter 5, verse 1. 5, Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Please listen, listen attentively. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says Jesus wasn't only delivered to death on account of your sins. He was also raised back to life for your justification. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus wasn't only delivered to death on account of your sins. He was also raised back to life for your justification. Romans chapter 4 verse 25. What does it mean to be justified? The word translated justified means to be acquitted and declared righteous Alleluia. praise god praise the lord it is to be declared not guilty free of guilt praise god Alleluia. to be declared guilt not guilty free of guilt praise the lord Alleluia. Alleluia. therefore in the mind of justice there are no charges against you the, the mystery lord. of divine acquittal beats human imagination Alleluia. how can a man be acquitted in an in an odd and permanent way how is that possible? Praise God. Hallelujah. So it means that when you are born again in Christ, you know, your sins have been taken away, you've been justified by faith. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Your sins are no longer counted against you. Praise God. Hallelujah. In natural justice, you are only acquitted today for charges of past. In natural justice, you are only acquitted today from charges of past offenses you can't be acquitted from charges of future offenses praise god Hallelujah. but it's not so with god your divine acquittal covers past present and future offenses praise the lord Hallelujah. which means <laughs> this is big man which means all the sins i'm not saying you can say but all the sins you ever all the mistakes you ever make even in future have been taken away be paid for praise the lord Hallelujah. god is not counting that against you praise god Hallelujah. this is big he said in natural justice you are only acquitted today for charges of past offenses you can't be acquitted for charges of future offenses but it's it's not so with god your divine acquittal covers past present and future offenses there's a bondage on you everywhere you go sorry there's a patch there's a badge on you everywhere you go which says acquitted praise the lord hallelujah free from sin free from 
from from offenses. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Read this thing verse again. It says, therefore, being justified by faith. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. What is faith? The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. You don't apply faith for what's behind you or what you already have with you. Therefore, being justified by faith means from this moment, you have entered into the future with divine acquittal. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As the result of what Jesus did, now you can further appreciate when he said in Colossians chapter 1, verse 21 to 22, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your minds by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled to present you holy and unblameable and unre unreprovable in his sight. Praise the Lord. You see, this, this is some of the mindsets that people have. You know, that's why they can't receive enough from God. Because you are scared, like if you've done something against God, and you are scared, you think God will never forget, will never forgive you. Well, he's telling us that, you know, we've, and, and he said, and, said and, you, and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your minds by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. You're unblameable. Praise God. You're unblameable. God does not count your sins against you. Praise the Lord. You are holy, unblameable, and <laughs> he said you are holy. Praise the Lord. Say I'm holy. I'm holy. Some people cannot say this. Some Christians cannot say this. They say, when they say, they say, oh, nobody's holy. This is what the scripture is saying. Do you believe the scripture or not? Yes. It says you are holy. Unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. When God sees you, he sees somebody who is beautiful. He sees somebody who is righteous. Praise God. Praise the Lord. This is the way God sees you. Why would anyone want to live in sin when they understand this truth? Hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this is the way God sees you. This is how he sees you. You are too holy, too righteous, too clean, and too pure. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what God has given you as a gift. He declared himself to be righteous in granting you divine acquittal for believing in Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. This was the reason why Jesus Christ said it is finished on the cross. This was why he came. Praise God. So these are not just mere words. You should live in them. Have this mindset in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. To declare, I say at this time, his righteous, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in him. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 3, verse 26. Hallelujah. Praise Are you excited to hear these things today? Yes. That God loves you so much. Praise God. Hallelujah. When he sees you, he sees you as a righteous person, too clean, too pure, unblameable. All your past is gone. When you are born, born again in Christ Jesus, all your past is gone. You're a new man, new person. Praise God. Walk in the reality of this truth. Let's take our prayer. Dear Father, Dear Father, what a blessing. What a blessing. It is to know. It is to know that I have been divinely acquitted of all charges. I walk in the light of my justification. I walk in the light of my justification. And reign over sin. And reign over sin. 
Satan, Satan and, circumstances. and circumstances. My life, my life is an expression of your righteousness. It's an expression of your righteousness. I am victorious. I am victorious all the way. All the way. Serving you joyously. Serving you joyously. Without fear. Without fear. Or condemnation. Or condemnation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Speak in other tongues. Pray. Pray the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the it's Lord. testimony time. Praise the Lord. And we have two testimonies today. So you take the first testimony by Sister Jessica. Sister Jessica. And let's welcome Brother Benedict to share the first testimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Alright, so I have a testimony. Very great one. Alright, so um, last Wednesday, last Wednesday we had a meeting. We had the Wednesday service at uh, so during the Wednesday service. Um, we shared a lot of things during the Wednesday service. So when we are about to close, Pastor prayed for us. So the content of the prayer was all about money, like grace for money, like people giving us money. So he said, he, he, the, the prayer, he said two things. He said, when we ask for money, from someone or from people, they will give us. And he also said, people will give us money. So I really, really believed the prayer because we needed some money for some project at the office. So I really believed it. So I had someone in mind that I was going to ask money on Thursday. It was Wednesday, so Thursday I was going to ask him for money. But when I got to his place, I didn't meet him in the morning. So. I went to the office. So when it was evening, I still believe I'll receive money that day. <laughs> so when it was evening, then Caris, my Caris was chatting with a friend. Then the conversation came up. Then the person asked, um, you mean he asked how much we need? Then, like he was willing to give us the money. So, Paris told him the amount. We needed 1,800. So, during the conversation, then he said, okay, he's going to give us 3,000 CDs. Ah. He said he's going to give us 3,000 CDs. Then he said he'll send an agreement form so that you sign, then tell him when we can pay. <laughs> so he sent it yesterday. He sent the agreement form. And we'll be meeting him tomorrow for the money. So, and he's giving us 3,000 cities tomorrow. So that's a great testimony. The, the, what I, I would like to share here is when Pastor prayed for us, like, I really, really believed. And he also said something. And just God, God is just confirming that 
He has been telling us several times that when when a prayer is said for a young Christian, it's 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 always come to pass. Okay, it's always come to pass. And um, I'm not that a young Christian. I really believe that God is just using that as a sign for me to see how it works for other people. And I really, really believe. And I know it's because of my belief. That's why that came up. So what I would like to share is we should believe whatever is said by the man of God. And they will come to pass. Praise the Lord.
before before I prepare them the second time, or before the I hung up the last time, I wanted to go into the washroom to pray for them, and then. I, something happened, like, it was like, I have already prayed for them on Thursday concerning their business after everything. So, my sister started playing a song. said, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Just trust and know that I'm still God. So I, I knew that, that that song was just going for me and for myself members because I had already prayed and God is telling me to be still and know that I am His God. Hallelujah. So everything has been resolved. There is no peace case. Praise the Lord. And they are even coming to church. Hallelujah.
time. So the next day we are going to jump. So move away from your comfort zone. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. I mean jump oh, yes. like serious one. Are you ready? Yes. So are we going to the left or the right first? Which one? Okay, you decide. Okay, right, right, right. So are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Glory! He was like, 
such nonsense, excuse me to say. Are you trying to say when we were doing the opening prayers, the Spirit of God wasn't here? Are you trying to say when we were worshipping, the Spirit of God wasn't here? But the sweetness of someone's voice is making the Spirit of God to come. You see, sometimes, children of God, we mistake certain things. This morning, I want us to understand that as you are a child of God, you need to break down your heart. You need to be broken. Like, break down. Just just go down before God and tell him to use you. So you see that it will get to a point that you would even go to church, eh? You go to church and they, she's singing, but she's in key F. You think she should be in key E. But then, you are so filled with the spirit that you, don't, you will not even notice. Because you are so eager to worship God. Because you are so crazy for God. You are just waiting for His grace. You are waiting for His anointing. Your attention, your, your mind, your focus is on God. It's not on what she is doing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me tell you one um, secret. We don't understand certain things. Sometimes, eh, there's a man of God that was talking about something. He said, look at Pastor Chris. People will be like, Pastor Chris is filled with God. Pastor Chris is good. But look at his church members. They dress anyhow. They talk anyhow. They do this anyhow. They do this anyhow. You see, when you get to some level of brokenness for God, you don't see certain things. Now, because you, you get to some level that certain things are like childish to you. All your concentration and your focus is on God. This is the point I want us to, to, to look ourselves into. We need to get to a point that we realize that, see, things of the world, you don't even care. All your concentration is on God. All your concentration is on God. When you come to church, whether there's instruments, there's no instrument, you don't care. All you want to do is to worship God. All you want to do is to dance. When you come to church and you have no even chance to sit, you don't care. You have feet. What of those who are crippled? All you want to do is to stand. You want to dance. You want to pray. You get to a point that you, 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 you feel that the man of God today, excuse me to say, is not looking good. Maybe the man of God is doing this. Your concentration isn't there. All your concentration is your spirit is open to receive the word. Your spirit is open to carry the word and go and impact on the others outside. This is what I am talking about. Children of God, we need to open up our hearts and get broken, brokenness, brokenness. One also thing that makes us not get broken for God is pride. Sometimes some people, they get to a place that they, are, they see Christians. Like when you go to campuses, you see that when it's time for uh, Christians, we are praying on the park. That's when S-House is organizing some hot program be inside. And they are like, oh, me and me ferio. I'm feeling shy to go and worship God. See, excuse me to say, you are joking. You have to get to a point. See, you need to get broken to God to the extent that even if it is that, excuse me to say, all those going to pray are going there with our shirts. You don't care. All you know is you are going to pray. You don't really want to wait till someone is in heels and someone is in this and come and say, hey, then you start saying, I'm receiving the word. All you know is that you are broken for God and you are ready to receive what God wants you to receive. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sometimes, see, when you are being broken for God, you don't look at someone's lifestyle. Like, in a lifestyle, it's good to look at people then Charlie, you are being inspired to, to take certain things. But some, some things are there that you get this, like you get on campus, you see this girl 
like or train or hold, those kind of things. You, you don't care because you know where your concentration is. You know the kind of encounter you have with God. Praise the Lord. We need to get broken for God. This morning, we need to get broken for God. If you want to see the message of God, if you want to have encounter with God, you need to break your heart down. You, we, we, we need brokenness. We need brokenness in ourselves to be able to get encounters with God. Because you, you, you don't expect to be hearing the voice of God when we are my team. All you want to do is to come to church and the instruments will be playing and you will dance. Now, it's good to dance. It's not, I won't tell lies. I don't know Enoch and teacher that used to dance. It's good to dance. But then, with or without, you have to still dance. You don't still have to wait for instruments. Then you not be like, hey, and they've brought instruments. They are going to dance. No. It shouldn't be that in your perception. Like you 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 when, when you get broken for God eh, at a point, like whether music, no music. You just see that you begin to see some joy in your heart. You just start dancing. I don't know if you experience certain things sometimes. You'll be home and, ah, there's no music, there's nothing. But in your mind, you just start dancing and it's like you're getting crazy for God. This is what I'm talking about. And I want us to get broken for God. We need to get broken for God. So God can use us. Praise the Lord. Also, when we are being broken for God, it connects us to God. It connects us to God. Like the story of David. We all know the story of David. David was a man after God's heart. You think he, he, he didn't have brokenness within him. You think he was so proud of himself and so much proud. He was proud, but then he was not having pride towards God, you know? So as children of God, we need to be, like we need to have brokenness in ourselves. We'll, we'll get the opportunity, you see that the Holy Spirit will start ministering to you directly. You will not even wait to come to church, the pastor will say, receive money, then you will not say, oh, this one pastor has confirmed there. Now cash out and go cash. No. You need to get to a point that, see, you now, you, have, you are focused. You know that God is putting things in place. You know that you have saved God so much that God cannot fail you. Like, He can't leave you. You, you get to some point that you feel that God, God, God cannot just say, my daughter, you would suffer. So as soon as pastor comes, the pastor says, ah, I knew, I knew what pastor was saying was for me. You understand? It's not now that you are coming to church and you are waiting for them to convince you and convince No, it's time for us to get broken for God. Bubu wakuma manyame forever. Bubu wakuma, let him minister to you. Do you think that having an encounter with God, isn't it wonderful? See, it is wonderful if you've not experienced it. It is wonderful. It is sweet. It is the highest gift you could ever get. Having an encounter with God, God speaking to you, and you knowing that, yes, this is my father. My father is speaking to me. And it's a sweet, like, so lovable. See, we need to get broken for God. We need to get broken for God. If you want to move aside in the natural world, 
building yourself up in the natural world. I'm speaking about, you know, children of God. We don't really think about the natural world. All what we think is that we have the light and we are bringing them into the light. Hallelujah. So if you want to really build yourself so firm in Christ, you need to first of all break yourself. You need to be broken. You need to break yourself for God and tell God to use you. Tell God to have, you have availed yourself to him. He should use you. He should manifest in you. Like, you, you, this, this, and sometimes I want to tell her something. When you, you have brokenness, you don't really have to wait till pastor will come and tell you that, oh, brother, you know, come and handle this cell. Whilst you, nah, you know that you are capable. You don't have to wait till pastor say, Jessica, I want you to take charge of the singing. Sometimes, hey, you are being broken. To, why are you being broken for God? Eh? When you come, nah, then you see that nobody is there to lead prayers. You will pick the microphone and you are being charged up because you feel you have something to do. You feel you are so broken. So God will speak through you. you. You begin to believe yourself. You begin to get charged up to a certain level that you know that God is not only Pastor Emmanuel that God can speak to. We all are children of God, right? Yes, yes he's a man of God. He's being respected. Yes, because he has broken himself for God and God is using him. So if we want to be like Pastor Emmanuel, we can't be the same thing. It is not that God is going to make you pay for any price. I'm not paying for any price. Jesus Christ has already paid the price for us on the cross. So what is it? What is stopping you from winning souls for Christ? What is stopping you from ministry? Nothing. Like nothing. This morning, I want to encourage us. morning I want to encourage us that we should be broken for God Amen. and after you are being broken for God you should have a purpose even when God started creating the earth when we read Genesis chapter 1 you will see that everything that God created our father created there was a purpose he created nothing without a purpose this microphone we are using has its purpose the chairs we sit on has its purpose more or less you you that Christ is in you. You that Christ can be found in you. You that when you step your leg out, someone says, ah, child, this lady, I can see Christ in you. You that when you step up, people are like, they see the fire of God in you. That means when we get broken for God, we have to start taking up charges. We have to start taking up um, um, purposes, things that we can do for God. Praise the Lord. Amen. We need to also let people understand that this is how we were, and Jesus Christ has made us different. This is what I'm talking about this morning. My message is very short. I say get broken for God and have a purpose. Be charged up to do something for God. You don't have to wait for pastor to tell you that. Handle this cell. You don't have to wait for pastor to call you. That come for soul winning. You don't have to wait for pastor to call you. That come to church. Because... Why should you wait? Because you are being broken for God. You need to start taking that charges yourself. You need to get up and you be like, ah, pastor, me, I'm an area girl. I can help with soul winning. Pastor, I want to bring souls. Pastor, I want to do this. Pastor, I want to do this. Pastor, I want to do this. Pastor, I want to, I, pastor, I see us being 5,000. Like, I, I, I see us moving from this place and overflow. This is what I'm talking about. And, and it's not going to take anybody from outside. Hallelujah. God wants to pick, it's going to be the children of God. Let me also tell us one thing. You see, those times they say Christianity had the largest population, right? Islamic crowd with 10% or so. Now imagine, Islamic, they are coming up, right? Christianity, even though some people are Christians, but they are not Christians, praise the Lord. I mean, they go to church, I don't know, I don't know their perception, but when it, when it comes to the word of God, you know, that should tell us that we have a lot to do. 
Now, Pastor Chris made us understand last two years or so that we were the light of the world, meaning we have a lot to do. You can't get broken if you are you have brokenness within you for God. You can't come to church and sit with the brokenness and say, okay, because rejoice said you don't have to wait for instruments. I only wait. When there's no instrument or there is, I'll praise God. No, you have to go beyond that. Praise the Lord. Amen. We have to go beyond that. What am I trying to say? We are the light of the world. We are the only people who can light up the world for them. They are in darkness. In spiritual terms, they are in darkness. Forget this ball. I mean, they are in darkness. We have the light. We are so full with the light that when we step, we are the only people who can give them light. That should tell us that when we are being broken for God, we don't wait to be given like open things to do for God, but then we take up things for ourselves to do for God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you think that if it was um, if it was that Jesus Christ was waiting for God to talk to him, everybody in this world, like I mean Abraham, everybody should start saying, Jesus Christ, you have to die on the cross for us. Did you read anything like that in the Bible? Mm. No. This man was selfless. He was humble. He was humble for God. And see what he could do for God at his age. And more or less be. Those times, more or less be that we have gotten the knowledge of God. We have the wisdom of God awakening us. We have excellent spirits. That means we, 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 even though we can't die on the cross, but then we have a lot to do, children of God. We have a lot to do. I want us to feel that, yes, we have responsibilities. I want us to feel that as we are sitting here, we have a lot of responsibilities. I want us to be charged up and begin to break your heart down for God and tell God that God, come into my heart. Come into my God, take over. God, take over. Holy Spirit, I want you to take over. Take over to the center. When I even go to talk to somebody, the person wouldn't see me as in my physical state, but then the person will look at me and say, ah, brother, I see Jesus Christ in you. I want to give my life to Christ. The person will look at you and say, this lady has some fire inside her. I want to get closer to your fire. The person will look at you and be like, ah, you are really selfless. I like the way you worship God. I like the way you sing for God. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about we need to be broken for God. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we wonder some somebody like Snatch. Do you think that if Snatch is going for she only waits when she's going for a program, then she will start rehearsing. Just look at her ministration. Sometimes you'll be holding a microphone and people will begin to fall. You see, sicknesses will begin to go like Things will just begin, someone will just be, maybe she, the person has been so heartbroken. Things happened and all those, but after the ministration, the person will begin to receive miracles, begin to believe that, begin to feel so, like, the peace of God within the person. Do you think that she's just working with her mind or she's working with her own understanding? No, it is brokenness. When you break down, when, when you are being broken for God, God begins to use it in an extraordinary way. You would sit and you would think and you'd be like, ah, I don't even understand. Like, your family members would not even understand. They'll be like, ah, I'm a 
Because when they see you, they see God. When they see you, they see God. When they see you, they see Jesus. And then your friends around you don't even understand why all the time it's Jesus, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. All the time it's been, you are just talking about Jesus. How you love him, how he loves you. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. We need to be broken for God. We need to go on our knees and be broken for God. Cry unto him and tell him that we are being brokenness. We, we want to break down for him. We want him to take charge of our lives. We want him to manifest in our lives. We want him to take over our lives. We want him to minister to us. We want to have that personal communication with him. We don't want him to, we don't want to wait till God will tell Pastor Iman not to tell me that, oh, tell me this. But we want to have that personal relationship with him that you can talk to him, he can talk to you, you can tell oh, God I need this and he will do for you. This is what I am talking about. We need to be charged up this morning. Hallelujah. We need to take up this way tell God that we are being broken for him. Hallelujah. We are being broken for him. Hallelujah. We want him to use us. We want him to use us. We want to get an impact in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is what I'm talking about. To end with everything. Brethren, Jesus Christ loves you. Amen. He came to die for you and I. That means we have a lot to do. Let's take away pride in the sight of God. Let's take away pride. Let's come unto his presence. Right before his presence and tell him that, Lord, we have broken up. We, we, we like brokenness within us. And, and and tell him to take charge of your life. Hallelujah. Tell him to start using you in an extraordinary way. And you know what? You'll be amazed with the way God would use you. Hallelujah. If it is dancing, you will be amazed. He will use you. You will think that you are dancing, but then people will begin to get peace from your dance. People will begin to get joy from your dance that would reign in their lives forever. Children of God. I would end up by saying that as we, we want we want to enjoy the present the blessings of God. We want to enjoy the favor of God. We want to walk with the Spirit. We want we want to have encounters with God. We want to have a personal talk with God. We have to be broken. Children of God, let's continue. let's break our hearts down for God. And I know God would use us in an extraordinary way. Thank you. Anointing is special. Hallelujah. Special anointing. Special anointing. Special grace. And I know all of you have received so much. Hallelujah. You know, we are in a place. No pride before God. You know, no pride before God. You know when you're worshiping, you have to one of God, go on your knees. As you go on your knees, I take up all your shoes. Say, Lord, thank you. I bow down before you. I like, you know, you saw me, right? I like broken before you. Because you are the God that can take my trouble to testimony. He's the only one who can be blessed. So you go before him. If you have someone who can give you ten million dollars, when the person kisses, come and carry my my what? Uh, come and sweep my whole compound. You come and sweep because you know ten million dollars will change your life forever. God owns the world. He says the silver is mine. The gold is mine. Amen. David said, I will be more vile before his presence. Even more vile, I will sell my souls before him. Because God, 
is a God that can make anything happen. Amen. 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 So we have a, uh, uh, three young boys who are going to do a wonderful ministry. You can, you can have a seat. You can have a seat. The message God had for mankind. You see, God wanted to communicate with men. See, God has created a lot of things. But in communicating with men, what message, what was his message? He had only one message. He said, Grace. Hmm. If you catch that, if you change the way you think, if you change the way you think, he said, then God wanted to speak to man. Tell self, tell a man something. And it is God. So his communication is important, right? What he shares is important. And he says, grace. Grace. <laughs> grace. He put everything he had in that message. He put himself in that message. And he said, grace is for you. You don't pay for it. Take it for free. So the gospel and grace. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And today, you know, and, 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 the, and the gospel of grace gave us a lot of things. It gave us righteousness, it gave us, it gave us the Holy Spirit, it gave us divine life, and made it possible for us to use the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So today we're going to talk about something short. Righteousness, God's perspective. It's continuation. Righteousness, God's perspective. You, you need to stand. You need, I'm not. I'm moving fast, though. You need to be ready to write. I'm going to show you something. Uh, in, God's view on sin is that it should be forgiven. Do you know that was that's God's view yes. on sin? Mm. Any sin yes. should be forgiven. But you thought God is supposed to punish your sins. But God's view on sin that it should be forgiven. Though there's a punishment, if you repent, there is forgiveness for you. Why is the devil not forgiving? Because he doesn't want to repent. And you see why, why some people don't believe in God. There's a reason why they don't believe in God. Jesus Christ said it. He said, you want to kill me because my word has no place in you. You love wickedness because there's darkness in you. Do you understand? Yes. Somebody can come to church and say he's a, he's, he's a church and he believes in Jesus, but it's not true. He loves to do evil. That's what he is. So he doesn't want to get so involved in the things of life so that they will see his evil works. That's what Jesus Christ describes those who don't want to get serious with God, that they actually love being evil. Praise the Lord. You see, Jesus Christ is full of truth. Jesus Christ doesn't explain things by blaming people. He explains things by revealing the truth. The reason why you are so in love 
to the world is because it's, you're full of the world. Amen. Amen. Yes. So God's view on sin that it should be forgiven, even though there's a punishment. If you repent, there should be forgiveness. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Forgive not everyone his brother trespasses. 
Amen. You see God's view? Yes. God forgives. That any time you do anything wrong, God is ready to forgive. So you're supposed to be ready. You also should be ready to forgive. But think about it. That's God's view on sin. Can you imagine? If God can forgive, it means that it is not that huge. You understand? That it's not your problem. Do you, I don't know if you get Sin is not your problem. So God always is ready to forgive. You will know why. Let's continue. But it's nice to know God's view on sin, right? Yes. It's nice to know God's view on sin. And God's view on sin and forgiveness explains the coming of Jesus Christ. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave only his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He explains to you why he sent Jesus. He said he was in the world, not counting the world sin against them. And reconciling the world unto himself. Jesus was in the world. God was in the world through Jesus, reconciling the world to himself. Not counting your sin against you. Amen. Did you know that? God has not counted your sin against you. Yeah. Very important. These are things that you need to have in your in you. Because these are the things that devil use against you. This is God's view on wrong. But in states and states. So am I a fool to forgive somebody? Somebody is doing you, is doing you, is doing you, is doing you. Yeah? Or yell. <laughs> yeah, forgive me and you will do it. So this guy, because I'm quiet. You think because I'm quiet, you can keep on doing me now? Oh, no. Go to Genesis chapter 50, verse 16. This one is, is, we are learning. You hear me? Yes, sir. 15. 16. 50 by 16. We are learning. Say, I'm learning. I am learning. I'm teaching you doctrine. You know what doctrine does? Yeah. Hmm? It develops you in your spirit. It gives it gives it, it builds you up for the long haul. Amen. Amen. I say in the name of Jesus, receive money. It's just for today. How about tomorrow? How about next month? Can you receive? You need you need truth. You need truth. You need knowledge. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph saying, Thy father did com command before he died, command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sin, for they did, did unto thee evil. 50 verse 16. And 50 verse 16. Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sin, for they did unto thee evil. And now, we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept, and they speak unto him. You know, Joseph 
you know what they did to Joseph? They sold Joseph. You know? They wanted to kill him, but they had mercy on him. And you know the mercy, the mercy is to sell, sell him mm. as a slave. Has anybody sold you as a slave? Mm. You know what that means for your own brothers to sell you as a slave? Because of jealousy. This, this thing eh, is serious. It is serious. This one, you have licenses to jail them and kill themselves. <laughs> if this thing comes out, that you want to sell your brother as a... As a <laughs> if he says, I'm going to even call you as a friend, they will not look at your face. You how, how? You understand? But Jesus' father is telling him to forgive them. And see what Jesus gives up with him. And Joseph wept when they speak unto him. And his brethren also wept and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. Hey! Shabbat Allah Musa Did you hear that? He said, Behold, for we be thy servants. The guy they wanted to destroy. Today, they are before him, he said, We be thy servants. I'm trying to show you something. These are principles. Those who hold people's sin against them, they go to the fire. You understand? Mm. Go deal with them. Those who are fools and forgive, this is their lot. They will come before you say, Today you have your servant. Because Lord will lift your hands. It's not all. And Jesus said unto them, Fear not, for I am in I am in the place of God. <laughs> oh. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? He said, Fear not, for I am in the place of God. I'm in a place where God wants me to be. Plan. God plan is that you betray me like this. But as for you, you thought evil against me. But God made it unto good. To bring to pass. At this day, to save much people alive. You, what you thought for evil, eh, God made it for good. So that God will exalt me and make me a savior of many. Do you see? Yes, sir. So we, we, you don't, don't get moved when somebody is being evil against you. Say, oh God, there's an opportunity for my, for my testimony. Do you understand? That's what the Bible says. When men wrong you or intend evil for you by taking certain steps against you, remember your God has the power to turn it into a testimony. Go to Romans chapter 20. No, Romans chapter 5, verse 20. 20. See, with the word of God, you can take the word of hmm. The devil, you see, all those things that you see, eh, it's the devil's tricks to get you. But the word of God helps you to maneuver them and use them as stepping stones for your testimony. Hallelujah. I'm teaching how to win. So next week, this week, you have testimony. You see, when people are seeing you doing you wrong, it's testimony. Somebody come and say, Pastor, somebody doing me, doing me. Hey, testimony in your face, you are running away. Go, go for it. Your boss is mistreating you. Yes, that job will be yours very soon. That company will be, that whole company, God, God wants to give it to you. You are here complaining. No. That's how it works. Hey, you ready? Yes. You ready? Yes, sir. I'm ready.
Moreover, the law ended that offense might abound. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? The law ended so that the offense may abound. You see, without the law, you don't know what is wrong. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Without this, if I didn't tell you not to jump in that swimming pool, you don't know it's wrong in this place. So the law that people say we follow the law, it's just to look, it's, it's, it's there to let us know what is wrong and what is right. What is right. So without the law, so the more so the law enters so offense may abound. So you, because actually your whole life is offense, but you didn't know. <laughs> so go and show you the law. You understand? Yes, so now I can say offense is abound because of the law. But where sin abound, grace did much more abound. Where sin abound, grace, grace did much more abound. <laughs> When sin abound, grace did much more abound. When men and the devil meant these things to destroy you, grace. See, see God's view of sin. God see God's view of sin is to see God's response of sin is brings. He said, like, Bible says that He is a God that calls the light out of darkness. Hallelujah. You understand? In the midst of darkness, God calls out light. How? That's what I show you in the first view. You see, when God forgives that young man, yeah, that forgiveness will bring glory out of his life. Mm. From Oi, yeah, you will start learning. Mm. You understand? But he didn't see it. He, when he had the same opportunity to what? To make some, some somebody else a blessing. What did he do? He went to he went to arrest that person. Look at look at Joseph. Joseph didn't do the same thing. They didn't do the same thing. No, he forgave. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Then the people that are, are they sold him to, he became their own boss. The whole country. Yes. Did you hear me? Yes. You see the principal? He became their boss. The people that sold him to that people came and said, Behold, we be thy servant. Are you seeing it? This is God's view of sin. It's for your promotion. In the eyes of the gospel, where sin yet more, yet about grace is available. Do you know why? Because a born again Christian has no sin in him. The only thing that is holding you back is a deception of the devil. And all you need is knowledge. And this is the knowledge. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So next time somebody is doing you, say thank you. <laughs> like, why is it thank you? Because very soon you follow me. Ah. You start following me. Do you understand? Hallelujah. You start following me. Because the path you have taken is, is, is it leads to destruction. And, and I chose the path of light. It's very soon you said me. Because of that, you're not moved. Yes. You just speak in tongues, just go through the toughness, that tough, that period of toughness. You just have to go through craziness. You know, because they sin against him more and more and more. Yeah. And he had opportunity to do to go get a revenge against the person who, who bought him by sleeping with a wife. A big opportunity. 
I will take it. He said, Is a revenge? God has given me opportunity. <laughs> but no, he said, How can I sin against my woman, my daughter? Amen. Amen. The opportunity of sin became his what? His testimony. Hmm? It's righteousness in God's perspective. Because in the end, in the end, there's no sin. There's no sin in you. You see, even the people who God, the people who are not born again, eh, they are not sin. Sin entered into them. Do you understand? It's an outside influence. Do you get it? Like your life, like your life, your lifestyle. What the life that you have is an outside influence. It is not from God. It is not from you. I was says because of one man's transgression, sin entered into the world. So you were dead, it came and entered. So what is the desire of sin? Sin desired to have you. To rule over you. It desired to lord itself over you. Whilst grace grants you liberty to express your original identity. Sin desires to lord itself over you and control you. And grace desires to grants you liberty. That's what we say, the liberty of the sons of God. There's so many scriptures I can give you concerning about, about that. So many. So many. When grace comes to your life, you can become your real self. I, when I was on campus, I used to ask them, do you know your full potential? <laughs> I come to the room and say, do you know your full potential? Like, what do you mean? Uh, I'd say, I'm, I'm like, your life now, do you think it's the best of you? He said, oh, I'm not sure. I said, yeah, yeah, it's not the best of you. Do you know the same you, eh? the same you, if everything that God has given you was working, by this time you are richer than Bill Gates, then your full potential is huge. He said, what can help you have that is grace. Amen. Amen. It's the grace. You see, when grace comes in, it grants you liberty. Liberty to express your original identity in Christ. Your original identity. Your original self. And your original self is huge. Amen. Amen. You go to Psalm 119, verse 5. In Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 
Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 2. Quickly, you see what grace comes to do. 61. And the Spirit of the Lord is come upon me. I'm reading from the tear of each. Because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the suffering and afflicted. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted, to announce liberty to the captives. Amen. Liberty to the captives. Sin makes you a captive. I can tell you, if you have not known, you don't know a lot of God's word, the life you are living is not your life. It is designed, sin has designed a life for you. Your desires are not your desires. You are living sin. You are living the life that has been given to you by the evil one. So what motivates us to choose to walk this way? If you go to Romans chapter 2, Romans chapter 2. There's a lot of scriptures. Nothing else can give you that. Not your hard work. 
not, not anything in your life can give you that. God is able to set you on course for fulfillment. There's a glory. There's a glory. Amen. Amen. There's a glory. God is able to show you how to solve that problem in the house. Amen. Amen. God is able to put a stop, grant you the wisdom to put a stop to that situation that has been in your home for many years. Amen. Amen. That's the glory. The glory changes everything. Amen. Amen. Bible says that as it is, so are we in this world. As it is, so are we in this world. So it's a glory. That's why we 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 choose to follow God. That's why we choose to follow God. We know that we know that if we do not follow and always remember, if you have any if you have a lifestyle of not believing God's word, for always making mistakes and not seeking after the glory. You see, there's someone who's seeking after the glory and is making mistakes. There's someone who's not seeking after the glory, they just have a lifestyle of just making mistakes. It's two two different people. Do you understand? Yes, sir. The other person, who you always find out that there are people who are not coming to God because of you. Because of you, people will never believe in God. Because they know you to be a Christian, but your Christianity ends just with a name. You're a Christian. Your, your, your whole lifestyle does not inspire, it inspire anybody to believe. It's a, it's a big problem. It's a big problem. That will be your legacy when the Lord comes. You, rather than helping the church, you'll be cutting down the church because of your lifestyle. So it's two choices. You seek the glory, or because when the glory is on your life, your life is normal like everybody. You understand? Mm. And you have normal experiences, normal circumstances, and there's nothing special about your life. It's just like any other man. You see the testimony you had. You see, there's no testimony. There's no miracle. You, you, when, 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 there's a big issue. Maybe there's, maybe, maybe there's cancer in your house. Somebody got cancer. If the glory is in your life, you're supposed to go. God's supposed to go move you, you go, you make you pray for the person. Then right there before everybody, the cancer dies. Amen. 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 Imagine how many people will be moved by, by that deed. Because that's the glory of God. Your actions cause the glory of God to be what's revealed. But you're not seeking the glory. You're not spending time with God. You're not spending time with the Bible. You're not spending time in prayer. You're not, you're not involved with God. So you can't see the glory. You can't see the glory. So your life is normal. And because your life is normal, your life is normal, it discourages so many people from believing God. You see? So there's a cost for not desiring the glory. And that's the cost for not desiring the glory. And if you have a different experience from what the word of God says, the Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 3, that 
Even when you can be a liar and God can say the truth, that means that, that means that, you see, your experience does not determine that God is a liar. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. When God says that you shall kill the sick, it, it is true. You are the one who is not seeking after it. Mm. If someone is seeking your house and he dies, it's because you just didn't seek after it. And they are happy in your life. Do you understand? Yes, sir. If poverty is in your home, it's because you never seek after the word of God that says that silver, silver is mine, gold is mine. mine. You're not saying, God, how do I make that happen? You're not seeking after it. And just there, the poverty is decreasing your house, <laughs> decreasing your lineage. It's not going to go anytime soon. Do you understand? Yes, sir. You're not seeking after it. So your unbelief does not nullify the power of God. But if someone else believes, you start hearing mighty testimonies. But remember, we are no longer under the law. The law failed because the law the law was not, the law in itself was righteous, but the law was given to men, was given to flesh. How do I say it? The law was written to men who were flesh. Do, 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 how do I say it? They were given to men who had no connection or intimate relationship with God. Okay? And the law itself is spiritual. So you can never follow, follow the law as a man. You understand? Yes, sir. So you always feel the law. No matter how hard you try. Because these are spiritual things. You will not be able to follow them. So if you read Romans chapter 8, verse 3, it will tell you. Because you are flesh. And it's sin works in your flesh. So that's even the double disadvantage. Because sin rules in your flesh. You can never use your flesh to serve God. Those who are flesh, you cannot serve God. The flesh cannot serve God. It was never the original plan to follow God with your flesh. It was never the original plan to live by our flesh or live by our strength. Remember the message of grace. It is never the original plan to live by our strength or our flesh. You are not born to live by your flesh or your strength. It was because of the fall of Adam. Amen. Amen. Our new life is supplied energy by the Holy Ghost. Let me read, let me read this, you know, enter into this, then we fly. Let me, let me fly. Hmm. Don't, don't be sleeping, keep awake. We're almost there.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We go to Romans chapter three. Romans chapter eight, verse three. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. The law is weak through the flesh. God sent his own son in the likeness of a sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. You see, the, the flesh is described as sinful flesh. Because the law was given to people who were in the flesh. And the flesh was sinful. So their desires were always sinful. So it was not possible for them to follow the law. But God just gave them the law for them to know what, what is right. But God never expected them to be able to follow it. That's why God granted righteousness, imputed righteousness by faith to some of them. You understand? So the law was never the original plan. And your original plan was never to, for you to live your life with your strength, your own strength. Amen. 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 But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mother by the spirit that dwells in you. Hallelujah. Let me read from the new mind. I want you to understand this. If the spirit of the if the spirit of God who raised up Jesus from the dead lives in you, he will make your dying bodies live again. Mm after you die, by means of this same Holy Spirit living within you. I don't know if you understood that. He said, and if the Spirit of God, if the Spirit, if the Spirit of God who raised up Jesus from the dead lives in you, He will make your dying bodies live, live again after you die, after you are dead. He will make you live again. How did you die? You died with Christ. Amen. Amen. See, it is, it, is, it, is, it is a term that you have to understand. Now, I'm putting the parts, I'm putting the place that I wanted I want to get to you guys. Jesus Christ on the cross lost all his blood. Jesus was bringing us into the new life, into the new realm. Follow me here. Pay attention. Very important. If you miss this, you should have listened to everything I was saying. You know some of you are doing If you miss this one, you have missed everything. Amen. Amen. Pay attention here. Jesus Christ on the cross lost all the blood in his body. He lost everything. He was crucified on the cross. He died. He said, Father, it is finished. He went to hell. And on the third day, the Bible said the glory of the Father. I said the Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That's the glory of the Father. The Holy Ghost came upon the body of Jesus, restored the body of Jesus Christ. All the torn parts. See, think about it. Think about it technically. All the torn parts, all the stripes were all healed because the Holy Ghost came. Amen. Mm. He left only the marks as a sign. Yeah. Then Jesus rose again from the dead. 
No blood. Nothing. He was working on the earth. Mm. No blood. He was working on the earth. And he said, in the likeness of his resurrection, live. You see, this is the original plan of God. This plan, you are not supposed to live by your body or your strength. Ooh. But you live a life powered by the Holy Ghost, given energy by the Holy Ghost. You can never face life with your own strength. You can never win in this life with your own strength. You cannot perform, he said, you cannot perform any miracle with your own strength. It is a divine that brings that supernatural life. So right now, who are we? We are those who have been connected to the supernatural, Hallelujah. to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So in the likeness of his resurrection, he said, as he is, so are we. So what life do we have? It's called a transcendent life. Life energized by the Holy Ghost. That's why when you see, still is trying to worry you, you start speaking in tongues. Just speaking in tongues, you start confessing the word of God, then you find that it's gone. Why? Because you just stirred up your life, you just shook yourself. This principle will set you above this world. When you are faced with trouble, you want counsel, direction, what to do next. You, 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 you stir up your life, the Holy Ghost. You know, you know, it's not everybody can say this too. He said, the Zoe life it is the Holy Ghost. You see, we call it a life. Okay? Yes. We call it a life. You see, because it's it makes you alive. But that thing that makes you alive is the Holy Ghost. Ooh. The one that man has is a breath of it. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. What you have is the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Ah. The way is the Holy Ghost. Say, you are not of the flesh, but of the spirits. Because the spirit of Richard Christ is in you. Do you know the things you can do? Mm. Do you know the things you can do? The Bible says that he, he helps us in our, in our infirmity. By what? Withdrawn is that cannot be altered. He said, sometimes you can just be there. There's something in your house, there's something in your home, there's something in your issue. issue. You want to solve it. Ten years has been there. You see, what I'm teaching you, it, it, it solves problems. What you have, I'm showing you how to solve problems. It's, it's 10 years in your house. Sometimes you guys don't know how to do this. You sit down, this one. You said the Holy Ghost, you must come in. If it's two hours, three hours, no, you're not moving anywhere. You're speaking in tongues. You are waking, you are waiting for the help of who? God himself. So now, when you are praying like that, you are praying like you are praying like that, then God himself will come and say, I'm going to pray for you. You know what I mean? He said, I'm going to call everything you need to come now. <laughs> because he's a maker. He has a code for everything. Hmm. You see, he said, every hair is what? Is no, counted. No. Means every hair has a number. That means this thing has a number. Everything has a number. Yes. So he can call it. 
He has, he has a database. Hmm. Everything used to print money. God knows the database of it. Hmm. Do you understand? Yes, sir. So when he's praying for you, everything is listening to the call. Hmm. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Yes, sir. Don't be begging men. Don't be begging men. Don't be begging men. You have God in you. Ah. Don't be begging men. You, 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 can, you can build a company right from your bedroom. So this dream will come to pass. You sit in your room. You pray to God coming in. Now God is now praying. He's praying. He's praying. God is, what is prayer? Prayer is words. He's calling those things you need. He's telling them, arrange next two months, you must be there for him because he will need you there. Hey. Next week, he must, you must be there. Mm. That help was, must be there. Mm. Uh, mm. ah. Problem is coming. He has told you, this thing will come. So you do this, you do that. He's arranged everything in your spirit. Why? Because you see, Jesus has taken what's you from the fleshy man to a man of the spirit. That was the goal. Sin wanted to lord you over you. But Jesus came to set you free. You see, you see, you see, he didn't say Jesus came to lord over you. Like he didn't give you a life to lord. He said he gave you grace to set you free. That's why you are free to choose poverty too. Yes. When you are quiet in your house all the time, you are always there quiet. Not saying anything. Right? Looking at Master, it is a it's, it's, it's a strategy for being poor. Mm. It's a life, it's a, it's, a, it's a, because you see, there's no help that will come from God. Because God has given you everything, it's quiet. Always thinking. Always calculating. When, 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 when God is in you, when God is in your house, do you know, God is in your house. That place you are sitting, God is there. Some of you know, some of you are not still, see, I want to get it. Jehoshaphat was a king of Israel. He had a war coming, three, three, three kings were coming against Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat didn't know what to do. He had an army. He said, this army, I can't defeat them. What did he say? He said, God, I have to do something. I have to do something. What did he do? He called for a fasting prayer. He called for a fasting and prayer. He brought God into the situation. He wanted, he wanted a solution. So he wanted to hear God's voice. He called Israel. Remember what you eat? We all pray and seeking God's face. When they prayed unto the Lord, but was it the Lord spoke through the mouth of the prophets? He said, This battle is not yours. Do you understand? That's the mind of God. He said, This battle is not yours. He said, Put singers, worship me. Praise my name, whilst you go for this battle, for you will not fight in this battle. Mm. Why are you fighting to solve all these problems? You are fighting men, you are fighting yourself, mm? you are working so hard. No, give it to the Lord. He said, your father in heaven knows that you need these things. Some of you, you don't, you see, this thing you have, can give you anything. How big is your dream? Don't let it die. Don't drop it here. 
Do you understand? Yes, sir. This thing is, it is God himself, so he can do anything. Is how far can you see? How, how big is your dream? How much do you believe? Joshua believed that God can help him win the war. And God did that. And God did that. Amen. Amen. Jesus believed that God can make, help him win the whole world. And give him the whole world. And God gave it to him. Amen. Amen. Is that a mention of your name? You, Jesus, your name. Every knee will bow in heaven, on heaven, in heaven, on earth, and on the earth. Amen. Amen. You don't, you don't understand. Jesus, when he was on earth, he was like a man, totally like a man. He had to believe. He had to believe that when, he's, when he gives himself to God, God will actually do what he has said. <laughs> why? That's why he went to pray in a month on Mount Gethsemane. The whole night. Because he needed to convince himself. <laughs> but he's, he's praying, he prayed, he prayed. He prayed himself. Because he, he knew what is coming, Charlie. Hmm. It's, not, it's not true. If, if he's not strong in his heart, and he's, con he's not convinced, he will give up. Do you understand? Yes, sir. So you have to pray. You have to pray. You have to go deep, deep. Stare himself up. When he went and when he woke, when he finished, he saw Peter, <laughs> Peter, and John were sleeping. He said, "Master, I'm going to pray." He said, "It's too late. It's too late." Yes, he said, "This is the time. You know, it's the time of the evil. Or is a, it's a period of evil. Now you're going to endure it." So he was ready to endure. Men, men, men don't get ready. Men and all get ready to endure. God hasn't got ready. God, God, has, God has been ready since. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yes, sir. He was God whom he wouldn't, he wouldn't have prayed. He was functioning here without strength. With a full, he was, I would say, though he was God, he, he thought he wanted to rob himself. Rob, he, he, he was fully God, but he gave it up to be a man so that he can save me and you. Because of that sacrifice and because of that obedience, God has given him a name that is above every name. Did you see? So he, he gave it up. He gave up his authority and power and glory. And he went through it like, like a man. He didn't have belief for the whole world. What can you believe? What can you believe? What can you believe? Right from here. Right from here. This is the word of God. Do you want to? If, if, I wait, because it's only easy for you to understand. If some rich man come and say, I have like 50 billion dollars. You know, let me, let me explain 50 billion dollars. Some countries in Africa don't have 50 billion dollars. So they can buy a country and buy everybody inside with that amount of money. Ghana's gift is what? I don't know if it's about 100 and something million dollars. It's not billion dollars, sorry, billion dollars. It's not a lot of money, it's not a lot. People have trillions. So that's a lot of money. That man can and tell you that from today you don't have any problem in your life. I will sort everything out. You believe. How much more God? Amen. Amen. Work on your feet. Work on your faith. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It, it, is, it is free. Free. And we are getting it. Hallelujah. Some of us, we are taking it. Shaka. You come to my room and say, I'm giving God a billion dollars. Shaka. 
And I'm doing it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 There is no problem, there is no situation, and there's no position you are in now that is too big for God to change. If you do these things, they will bow before you. Hallelujah. You have testimonies. Amen. Countless testimonies. Amen. You, you still have them. You'll be like some of these young people here. They're like, you know, we are, not, we are no longer afraid of trouble. Because the signs are too many. The testimonies are too many. They come, then God will God do something. They come, God will do something. Oh God, now this one. I don't, I don't longer pray anymore. Like, say, if you tell us, oh, just relax, it will change. They say, oh, how? Yes. Because we have come to believe. In the same words we are sharing with you, if you believe, you can get the same thing. Do not, don't be a Christian for nothing. You understand? Yes, sir. Don't be a Christian for nothing. Don't come to church, come to church, come to church for five years, ten years. Then nothing is changing in your life. I mean, I like to, I like to talk about growth. There is nothing showing that God has blessed you. That what you are doing is blessing. There's a blessing in it. Nothing showing. You like there's a, there's a, like a guy in your in your work who doesn't believe in God. He's even taking more pay than you. <laughs> so what what's happening? Are you Christian for what? You, you, you get this. There's not, not, nothing showing. No, something must show. Something must show. Something must show. He should be there, thinking that he has gone ahead. Then he said, one day he comes to your house, come and see us. Hey, how did you get this house? He said, by the Spirit. Yes. And you'll be there, come, come to your around you. Sir, who are these people? Oh, they are my workers. Ah, you? How? How did you get By the Spirit. By the Spirit, because you are no longer a man. Let me tell you, some of you, what is bringing, think, some of you, you think that the person who's ahead of you, He's ahead of you for is ahead of you because he has gone to school. No, it's God the devil put him there to show to to, to 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 convince him that God is not serious and to convince you that the God you are serving that cannot do anything. If you don't know, I'm telling you. The devil planned it when you were young. That was when when the, when the baby came, there was a devil and there was an angel. There's a team behind you. Always preparing your life, putting you in places that will discourage you from serving God. We don't know. Mm. <laughs> and putting circumstances that will always make you feel like you are normal. Mm. And making those who don't serve God as if they are greater than you. That's how the world is. It's planned by the devil, planned by God. So if you think you're just there, your life is just like that. No, it's not true. If you like, if you like work hard. Work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, work, work very hard. There will be still someone who can bring you down anytime. If you're just a man. Anytime, you can, you can lose everything. Anytime. The devil will just prove to you that he's in, he's in charge. If you don't go and kill that person, you'll be there for a long time. He will tell you that he owns the world. He will show you. Do you want your life to be like that? Yeah. Ruled by evil, fooled by evil, directed by evil. So when you think you're not doing anything and you don't know the right way, you don't know the way, and you think it's just everybody's like that, no. <laughs> Someday, one day, 
one day. This is the truth. One day you will go and die in accidents. One day. See, you'll be hearing it every day. It's happening. This is like this is a lot of lies. One day, one day, one day, some of one of your family members will fall sick of cancer or something. And you will right, right before you do die. Do you understand? One of these things will happen. And because you see, you are not following the glory. There is no glory in your life. Everything is so normal. One day, when there's a serious need, there is no response because you are just like a man. Amen. Amen. As she said, it costs you nothing to be full of power mm. because the gospel and grace, the power is free. Mm. Only seek after it, desire it. The power to make a billionaire. It's free. You don't pay anything for it. Are you a millionaire? Yes. Yes, sir. Do you understand? Yes, sir. The power to make you prosperous is free. Hallelujah. The power to give grant you wisdom is free. It's free. It's free. So be a Christian who is making progress every week every week you're making progress you're making things happen don't let the devil play games in your life don't just wake up and enter in the end of the day i'm going to work yeah i'm going yes you want to meet your boss your boss doesn't believe in god if your lady see he's even asking you out can you imagine how can someone like that be your boss you just go to your room because he's playing so he thinks you just go to your new church you speak into so one day i'll buy this whatever it is i'll buy it ah. it's not it's not a joke hmm. it's not a joke that's what some people did in the bible and god came and showed up and turned things around but some of you just keep quiet all the time it's life that's how it is no you are a Christian. You are born into supernatural. Into the supernatural. Amen. Amen. Your life is a supernatural life. Your life is a life of testimony. If it is natural, then it's like everybody's own. And it's not so. Hmm. Your father made the whole world. He said, those who seek after the unseen glory shall be given eternal life. You see, eternal life is a description of a life. It is not really something like, you know, joy is a description. It's, it's, a, it's a description of someone who has the Holy Ghost in him. It's someone who has Christ in him. Eh? Christ in him. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Eternal life is someone who has received what? The Christ. He has this life. This promised life. Because everything in, 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 in the in, in internal life is held together by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. I want to make you winners. 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 I want to challenge you to be winners. Winners. Use what you have. Don't keep quiet. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Don't stay away from the church. It's, it's a place you have been trained to win in life. You hear me? Yes, sir. I've been trained to win in life. Win in life. Win. Win. Not losing. 
Oui. Quickly. Every six months, there should be something big happening. Big testimonies. Big opportunities. Because you create it with the life that is in you. Hallelujah. You don't keep quiet. You plan your day, you plan your week. You see that and say, no, this has to change. Mm. This has to go. Mm. And in the name of Jesus, I command growth in mm. my business. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You're a Christian, right? Yes, sir. Yes. This is your heritage. This is your heritage. But the lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you lose? No, sir. You have the power to win every day. Yes. yes. Life is a display of power. Someone is bringing you down, eh, and you are trying to stay up. And you cannot stay up with human understanding. You stay up by the word, by the spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Speak tongues. Speak in tongues. God is opening doors for you. God is opening doors. God's opening doors, opening doors for you. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Doors are being opened. Doors are being opened. Doors of opportunity are being opened now. In the name of Jesus. Doors are being opened. Doors are being opened. Doors are being opened right now in the name of Jesus. Doors are being opened. Doors are being opened. Rokusongo rogo shakata mama rogo shukile mama. Rokusaka rogo shoronom rogo shukile. In the name of Jesus. Hey. in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Some of you doors have been open to get free cars. Free cars. Free cars. Yes. Yes. And this one will get the free cars. Yes. 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 Sudden improvements, sudden changes, sudden miracles, sudden miracles, sudden miracles. Places that you were turned back, go back there again. They will accept you. 
in the name of Jesus. Let us see you applied for jobs that were good that you couldn't get, apply again. You get it in the name of Jesus. Yes. The Holy Ghost advantage. 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 Great things are happening. Mighty things are happening. Yes, 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 yes. Doors are being opened for you, for you and your family members right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Rodo Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Do you know why? Do you know why we need things like this? Because you see, we don't spend our time seeking after them. We spend our time serving the Lord. So we get this is free. When you are not spending your time seeking the Lord, you will not take this in serious. And you'll be struggling for a long time. Then that person that you thought was wasting his time, come and pass it. And you you pass it and say it will be so white. You wonder how. You understand? So you are saying those are open. Not because you are not working hard, no. No. Because you are in partnership with God. Do you understand? We are in partnership with God. As we are taking care of his house, he's taking care of our house. How do we say that? You'll be surprised. What I said, everything will happen. Everything will happen. You see, that's why it's supernatural. He said, tell me, by my Spirit, I will do this. With speed, quickly, rapidly, I will do these things. I will do this thing. Many doors are open. Many doors are open. Many doors are open. Many doors. Schools that you didn't get before apply, you get. Scholarship didn't get apply, you get. Because of the Spirit of God. Because you are here. Because you are here. Places you went to for help, they denied you. Go again, they will give you. I'm not joking. Go again, they will give you. Go again. Just say you need this help. They will give it to you. Yes. Yes. Because your Father in heaven wants to give it to you freely by grace. This and many more. 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 Speak in tongue. By my spirit says the Lord. 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 I'm sending support says the Lord. I'm sending support says the Lord. They will love to help you. They will just love to help you. They will find it as a pleasure to help you. They will find it as a pleasure to be of help to you. Yes. Yes. Your friends will highly esteem you now. Your friends will highly esteem you. Rokosongorobo Shabazala. Mongorobo Songorobo Shabazala. 
Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Can you believe? So I'm going to get free company. Can you believe? I know the grace that is working. You have a copy, now we'll add you another one. From today, your boss will highly esteem you. He will love you. He will not know why. Yes, it's the duty of the Lord. With the being of the Lord. Strangers will take will take your cares away from you. Strangers will take your cares away from you. Strangers. Because your mind has been set on the things of God. Strangers will set will take your cares away from you. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. God wants to do something beautiful. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Only worship. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. The grace is going beyond the bodies. Ah. Your help will not be men that you know. It will be men from outside. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Some of you get those type of help. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Is anybody a footballer here? Oh, it's you. Yes. Yeah, you, 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 you will not stay in Ghana for long. Hallelujah. <laughs> Stay in Ghana for long. You do not stay in Ghana for long. But remember the Lord. Take God serious than ever than ever before. Take God serious than ever before. Take the things of God serious. Don't be missing meetings. Because God is trusting you. 
That will be your God. Because God will not bless you to destroy you. He will bless you to increase you. Hallelujah. If he tells you to distract you, he will leave you alone. And I've shown you what will bring a distraction. If you take, if you take your eyes away from the Lord, the beauty will no longer be there. You just be like any other football. You don't, we don't be like that, right? Take your eyes off. You don't stay in Ghana for long. And international grace is said to everybody. Start thinking international. Do you understand? International help. International Activate it. I'm getting international help. International support. If it's school to go abroad, yes. Father, I call for international contract for your people in the name of Jesus. See, I'm working in it. Eh? I'm working in it. Let me tell you. Do you know how much contract I have? I can show you the month picture. A white one. I do small work. You send. Send big money. Dollars. You can send the money to more money. I'm, I'm surprised. And it's working like that. I don't do a lot, but the grace is so much. The grace is so much. So you have to understand, there's grace like that. Because I didn't even know what I did to get that man. I'm the best in the best in my the best in all my industry. No. And with that, we threw that man, God connects me to so many other people. I know. I know, I know when that way is done. It is finished. Yeah. You don't understand. It means that I will not look for any contract outside him because it will be coming in all the time. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. You have a testimony like that. So there is there is a video I do for people. It's just this 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 contract is from Canada. And I'm doing a video <laughs> seven seconds video. And I'm taking times three of what I take when I do it. Times three. Just seven seconds. I've multiplied by seven. The Lord has multiplied by seven. You see, if you don't, if you are not serving God passionately, some of these things will not make sense to you. You don't make sense why it's so important that we make progress. So that the Lord will be glorified among our peers. Do you understand? Yeah. You'll be God will glorified among our peers. They will know that there's a God. You say, ah, how did you get it? say it's God? You say, how? It's God. And they'll say, yes, it's God. Because I don't see you do all those things other people do, but you're making progress. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 You must fight to win. You don't be keeping quiet in your room. Wake up, speak in tongues. Stare yourself up. Because the whole world is before you. Amen. 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 The Lord says, this new grace is to stay with you. Amen. It will stay with you. Amen. From today, your thinking has improved. He has granted you wisdom, discipline, diligence, understanding to do things beyond the borders. There's no boundary for you anymore. There's no fear in you anymore. No limitation in you anymore. Amen. You start doing makeup for white people. You start doing makeup for international people. Yes, they will call for international program. 
And that's how it works. The grace, the grace, the grace will improve you. It will improve your skills. It will improve your mind. It will improve your thinking. It will prove your way you work. You, you are diligent. You, you, you don't joke with your work anymore. You are more serious. You, you, you don't know why. Yes, the grace is working. It is building a strong character in you. A strong character in you. You are... Do you understand? The grace is, the grace is working like that. Anything you touch, the grace will support you. You will say, brother, take that call. Take that call. You are an international person. You don't, you don't miss calls. You, talk, you are an international person. You do your work on time. You are an international person. You finish ahead of time. You are an international person. You wake up in the morning, you prepare for work. It's, it's, it's training you. You are hearing voices like that. It is a grace. Amen. Amen. When you hear, do it. Do you hear me? You will start hearing strategies. Do it. Take steps. When if you need money for that strategy to take to do, like you need money to do it, or you need some help to do it, yes, yes, that's that's why God says you should do it. Then what do you do? You say, This is what I want to do. This is what God has told me to do. So now be done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wake up in the morning, it is done in the name of Jesus. You are always declaring it, celebrating it, telling God you have done it. You say you're working in the, you're working in faith. So that money is coming. So you have been asked for money. Now you have, you have the opportunity to call for money God has told you already have. Because yes. God says you do it, it requires money, so you have that money already, right? So in the name of Jesus, I have every money. And you can say every money located in all the unrighteous people's pockets, come to me in the name of Jesus. You are talking like this, you are walking on the street, thought comes out coming to your mind, you trying to confuse, you say, you know, all the money from that gentleman was not always worrying me. Money, come to me in the name of Jesus. I don't know what this money for, it's used for girls. Come to me in the name of Jesus. See, let me see. This, this is how it's done. See, let, let me tell you what God said. Not me. He said, <laughs> He said, He said, the desires of the nation, mm. eh? the desires of the nation, the desires of kings. You know what you do? He said, He will cause it to come to you. Do you understand God's mind? What they are chasing after? What they have, God will take it away from them and give it to you. He said, I will offer the unrighteous for you, for your mistake. Your mistake, you're supposed to pay for it. You, you put an unrighteous person there. Because you are his own. You have to understand God. So when, you, when we say you are taking the money like that, you are not saying because you want we feel like saying it is scripture. And when you talk based on scripture, the world responds. The world responds. You see, by like a miracle, you you start to, you see that in a week, in two weeks, you have taken steps with no money, with no money. You have made progress in that business you want to start. You be shocked with no money, with your mouth. Hey, hey, hey. hey. with your mouth you will make progress. Because there's power in your mouth. Because you're not speaking your mind. You're speaking the realities of God. And you're refusing to be discouraged. We're refusing to be moved. Yeah? Are you catching it? That's how we live their life. You see, when we teach the word of God, when you understand the word of God, then you come to the place of the supernatural. You insist on the realities God has ordained in your life. Now. Faith is now. When I was there, God said, you have said so many things, so now cause the miracles to happen. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, even now, let money locate the accounts. Now, in the name of Jesus. Now. For the things of God. Some of them want to help people. Some of them want to give a rousing. Some of them want to do so many big things for God. Money locate them in the name of Jesus. Now. Supernatural money. Miracle money in the name of Jesus. See, I've been thinking about miracle money so much. Because I know there's so much we have to do. And, 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 and I'm thinking, God said, miracle money. I said, God, let me just say, miracle money. So I'm preaching to myself. We are calling it forth by the Spirit. Calling forth by the Spirit. Suddenly, a place of farming has become a place of plenty. In a, there's somebody whose account goes up, goes up, comes down, goes up, comes up. For the last time to go down. Eh? When it comes up, it will never come down again. Yes. Unless you give everything for God. You're by your own. When you're even sending the money out, God will replace it. This will be the last time you experience that in the name of Jesus. You will not experience that in the name of Since the Spirit of God. He said, I will shake the nations for your sake. I will shake the industry for you. You hear me? You hear me? He will shake the industry for you. All you need to do is to use your neck, give it to the Lord. You know what I mean? You write it up for God. And you will write it up for you. You write it up for God. He will write it up for you. The people you are working hard for, for their money, they will never help you. The people you are working hard for them to pay you, they will help you. The people you are even working for, the, 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 the customers you are serving, they will not help you. All your hard work, five years, ten years, you have been where you are. Give God only three months and see. Hmm. You, you, you also understand. Give God only three months, seriously, and see. You have been going to school. I went to school. I'm done with my degree. I did economics and entrepreneurship. I, I've gone to school and I've done postgraduates. I've, I got a scholarship of $100,000. I did it. I've, see, I've gotten knowledge and everything. Let me tell you this. There is no education I've, that I've received more. That is finer than, than the thing God has taught me. The profession I have today, I, I, was, I, I, I didn't learn things in school. I learned for myself. I'm a software programmer. I learned by myself. I'm at home. Then I'm sleeping. God will show me how to solve some of the problems. I was sleeping and God will be showing me. I'm working. God will be showing me. And God is, God will, see, God will change you to become the person who can learn that thing. Do you understand? He'll give you the attitude that you need. The discipline you need to be serious in that field. He gives you the kind of mind that can capture it. That's the blessing of God. Hallelujah. You can go to school for many years. He said, I go away. She has declared because she knows you. But God can make you a. You see, that's the limitation of men. Do you understand? Yes. It's the limitation of men. Believe in God. And your life will be settled. Do you understand? Yes, sir. It's so strong in believing God. Radical believing, believe, believing God. And things will be easy for you. Amen. See here, we don't serve God for, for nothing. We want to see results. We are, in the, we are in the last days. We are in the last days. And God has given us the responsibility to raise children who are going to take over the world. We're going to shake 
the nations. We are going to inspire the youth. And that's what we are doing. We are raising, we are raising people who are successful. We are, we, are raising, we are raising people who are inspirational. People who have, by faith, inherited mighty things and, and inherited wealth and power. People who, yeah, when they walk, their shadow heal the sick. Hmm. You understand? People when they come to your family and they say, in the name of Jesus, this has stopped your family, it has stopped. People when there's a, there's a trouble and they call them and they, and they come in, the trouble has ended. That's the people we are raising. We're raising God, men on earth. God's men on earth. And God's women on earth. Do you understand? Yes, you're, not raising the, you're not doing the same story, old stories again. Not the same old stories. We are tired of the old stories. God will do it, God will do it, God will do it. Not about today. Not about today. No. No, today we want to see something. Yes. This week, this week is a week of sudden miracles. Sudden miracles. You see, you see, you are going to compress the miracle. You're going to compress it to happen. You're going to pressure it to happen. It must happen. Sudden. Big ones. Big ones. And we thought we were just, we were just playing. No, 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 no. You have not started yet. This week is what the, is the week we are starting. Sudden miracles. You know, suddenly miracles that it must happen now. Yes. You, you, you're not moving until it happens. Yes. You're not expecting it to happen to us now. It's now. It's now. And this week, I'm going to give you a word. Every plan you have, those who do it will see. Every plan you have for a business, write it down. What you need, put it before God and worship and pray. And this week, you start receiving the things you need for that business. Hmm. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for your special grace. I thank you for your love. I thank you for the glory in our lives. Father, we change this world. We change many lives. We are helpers and will forever be helpers. Thank you for making us lights. Light that shines in the darkness. And the darkness are no more. Thank you for the clarity you have brought through our spirits. And thank you for making us a revelation unto them. Thank you for setting us apart from our peers and putting us at 10 years ahead of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord for separating us onto good works. It will be said of us, it's the Lord that has made this boy, that has made this young lady like this. It's the Lord. He, he or she serves God, but she's so rich. He or she serves God, and she's so, so kind and lovely. Thank you, Lord, for perfecting our character, for perfecting our mind, for removing fear, Thank you, Lord, for the divine health. Thank you, Lord, for the extreme intelligence and wisdom. We do not lack understanding. Our minds break codes, solve hard problems, and explain hard sentences. Our life is full of your glory. 
and it will ever be full of your glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for this eternal life. Thank you for the greater one that is in us. We will never back down. We will never give in. We will never draw back. We march forward boldly, taking over what you have given to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This one, the Holy, give, the Holy Ghost gives to you. Trust me. This is all miracles. It's full of miracles. I wish I was sitting there. Somebody was talking like this. You don't understand why I'm saying that. But when I go back, I have to go and practice these things. I have to go and listen to these things. I have to talk to myself again. Because the grace is for you, it's not for me. You understand? I have to work it. I have to work it. You can ask these guys. I work it. Work it because I have to experience these things this week. Amen. 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 At this, at this point, I want us to give our offerings and our tithes and our partnerships. Honor the Lord for His goodness in your life. Now. God is an awesome God, He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God, our God. God I hear you say, is an awesome God, from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God, our God, our God. He's an awesome God, He reigns. From heaven above with we some power and love our God is an awesome God our God our God is an awesome God he reigns from heaven above with we some power and love our God is an awesome Let's sing our God our God is an awesome God he reigns from heaven above with we
concentration is on God. You have broken down for God. Please, do you understand? You are not waiting for the instrument to be played before you are like, I've been moved by the Spirit. Sometimes, some children of God will do certain things and I, 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 I like, it's funny. I remember when I got to on campus, Christ Embassy was not on campus, so I had to join at home. I attend CAC, like when I go to the north. And I had to join CASA. So we're having our pressure fest. And I happened to be one of their executives. So they brought this man of God who came and when 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 we started the instrumentalists were not in. We're praying and he was calm. We're singing, he was calm. As soon as the minister came to pick the microphone and started singing. He went, he was just rolling on the floor. He took the microphone. He was like, the Spirit of God is here. And I was like, such nonsense, excuse me to say. Are you trying to say when we were doing the opening prayers, the Spirit of God wasn't here? Are you trying to say when we were worshiping, the Spirit of God wasn't here? But the sweetness of someone's voice is making the Spirit of God to come. You see, sometimes, children of God, we mistake certain things. This morning, I want us to understand that as you are a child of God, you need to break down your heart. You need to be broken. Like, break down. Just just go down before God and tell him to use you. So you see that it will get to a point that you would even go to church, eh? You go to church and she's singing, but she's in key F. You think she should be in key E. But then, you are so filled with the spirit that you, don't, you will not even notice. Because you are so eager to worship God, because you are so crazy for God, you are just waiting for His grace, you are waiting for His anointing. Your attention, your your mind, your focus is on God. It's not on what she is doing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me tell you one um, secret. We don't understand certain things. Sometimes eh, there's a man of God that was talking about something. He said, "Look at Pastor Chris." People will be like, Pastor Chris is filled with God. Pastor Chris is good. But look at his church members. They dress anyhow. They talk anyhow. They do this anyhow. They do this anyhow. You see, when you get to some level of brokenness for God, you don't see certain things. Now, because you get to some level that certain things are like childish to you. All your concentration and your focus is on God. This is the point I want us to, to, to look ourselves into. We need to get to a point that we realize that, see, things of the world, you don't even care. All your concentration is on God. All your concentration is on God. When you come to church, whether there's instruments, there's no instrument, you don't care. All you want to do is to worship God. All you want to do is to dance. When you come to church and you are not even chance to sit, you don't care. You have feet. What of those who are crippled? All you want to do is to stand. You want to dance. You want to pray. You get to a point that you you you, you feel that the man of God today, excuse me to say, is not looking good. Maybe the man of God is doing this. Your concentration isn't there. All your concentration is your spirit is open to receive the word. Your spirit is open to carry the word and go and impact on the others outside. This is what I am talking about. Children of God, we need to open up our hearts and get broken, brokenness, brokenness. One also thing that makes us not get broken for God is pride. Sometimes some people, they get to a place that they, are, they see Christians. Like when you go to campuses, you see that when it's time for uh, Christians, we are praying on the park. That's when S-House is organizing some host program be inside. And they are like, oh, me and me ferio. I'm feeling shy to go and worship God. See, excuse me to say, you are joking. You have to 
get to a point, you see, you need to get broken to God to the extent that even if it is that, excuse me to say, all those going to pray are going there without shirt. You don't care. All you know is you are going to pray. You don't really want to wait till someone is in heels and someone is in this and come and say, hey, then you start saying, I'm receiving the word. All you know is that you are broken for God and you are ready to receive what God wants you to receive. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sometimes, see, when you are being broken for God, you don't look at someone's lifestyle. Like in a lifestyle, it's good to look at people then. Charlie, you are being inspired to, to take certain things. But sometimes some things are there that you get this, like you get some campus, you see this girl, like a train or all those kind of things. You, you don't care because you know where your concentration is. You know the kind of encounter you have with God. Praise the Lord. We need to get broken for God. This morning we need to get broken for God. If you want to see the message of God, if you want to have encounter with God, you need to break your heart down. You we, we, we need brokenness. We need brokenness in ourselves to be able to get encounters with God. Because you 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 don't expect to be hearing the voice of God when we are eating. All you want to do is to come to church and the instruments will be playing and you will dance. Now it's good to dance. It's not I won't tell lies. I don't know I used to dance. It's good to dance. But then with or without you have to still dance. You don't still have to wait for instruments. They will not be like, hey, and they've brought instruments. Here I'm going to dance. No. It shouldn't be that in your perception. Like, you, 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 when, when you get broken for God, eh, at a point, like, whether music, no music, you just see that you begin to see some joy in your heart. You just start dancing. I don't know if you experience certain things sometimes. You'll be home and Ah, there's no music, there's nothing. But in your mind, you just start dancing and it's like you're getting crazy for God. This is what I'm talking about. And I want us to get broken for God. We need to get broken for God. So God can use us. Praise the Lord. Also, when we are being broken for God, it connects us to God. It connects us to God. Like the story of David. We all know the story of David. David was a man after God's heart. You think he, he, he didn't have brokenness within him. You think he was so proud of himself and so much proud. He was proud, but then he was not having pride towards God, you know? So as children of God, we need to be, like, we need to have brokenness in ourselves. We'll, we'll get the opportunity, you see, that the Holy Spirit will start ministering to you directly. You will not even wait to come to church, the pastor will say, receive money, then you now say, oh, this one pastor has confirmed there. Now cash out and go cash. No. You need to get to a point that, see, you now, you have, you are focused. You know that God is putting things in place. You know that you have saved God so much that God cannot fail you. Like, he can't leave you. You, you get to some point that you feel that God, God, God cannot just say, my daughter, you would suffer. So as soon as pastor comes and pastor says, ah, I knew, I knew what pastor was saying was for me. You understand? It's not now that you are coming to church and you are waiting for them to convince you and convince. No, it's time for us to get broken for God. Let him minister to you. Do you think that having an encounter with God, isn't it wonderful? See, it is wonderful if you've not experienced it. It is wonderful. It's 
It is sweet. It is the highest gift you could ever get. Having an encounter with God. God speaking to you. And you knowing that, yes, this is my father. My father is speaking to me. And it's a sweet, like so lovable. See, we need to get broken for God. We need to get broken for God. If you want to move aside in the natural world, building yourself up in the natural world. I'm speaking about, you know, children of God. We don't really think about the natural world. All what we think is that we have the light and we are bringing them into the light. Hallelujah. So if you want to really build yourself so firm in Christ, you need to first of all break yourself. You need to be broken. You need to break yourself for God and tell God to use you. Tell God to have, you have availed yourself to him. He should use you. He should manifest in you. Like, you, you, this, this, and sometimes I want to tell her something. When you, you have brokenness, you don't really have to wait till pastor will come and tell you that, oh, brother, you know, come and handle this cell. Whilst you now, you know that you are capable. You don't have to wait till pastor say, Jessica, I want you to take charge of the singing. Sometimes, hey, you are being broken. To, why are you being broken for God? Eh? When you come now, then you see that nobody is there to lead prayers. You will pick the microphone and you are being charged up because you feel you have something to do. You feel you are so broken. So God will speak through you. you. You begin to believe yourself. You begin to get charged up to a certain level that you know that God is not only Pastor Emmanuel that God can speak to. We all are children of God, right? Yes, he's a man of God. He's being respected. Yes, because he has broken himself for God and God is using him. So if we want to be like Pastor Emmanuel, we can't be the same thing. It is not that God is going to make you pay for any price. I'm not paying for any price. Jesus Christ has already paid the price for us on the cross. So what is it? What is stopping you from winning souls for Christ? What is stopping you from ministry? Nothing. Like nothing. This morning, I want to encourage us. morning I want to encourage us that we should be broken for God Amen. and after you are being broken for God you should have a purpose even when God started creating the earth when we read Genesis chapter 1 you will see that everything that God created our father created there was a purpose he created nothing without a purpose this microphone we are using has its purpose the chairs we sit on has its purpose more or less you you that Christ is in you you that Christ can be found in you you that when you step your leg out someone says ah child this lady I can see Christ in you you that when you step up people are like they see the fire of God in you that means when we get broken for God we have to start taking up charges we have to start taking out um, um, purposes things that we can do for God praise the Lord we need to also let people understand that this is how we were and Jesus Christ has made us different this is what I'm talking about this morning my message is very short I say get broken for God and have a purpose be charged up to do something for God you don't have to wait for pastor to tell you that handle this cell you don't have to wait for pastor to call you that come for soul winning you don't have to wait for pastor to call you that come to church because why should you wait? Because you are being broken for God. You need to start taking that charges yourself. You need to get up and you be like, ah, oh, Pastor, me, yeah, I'm an area girl. I can help with soul winning. Pastor, I want to bring souls. Pastor, I want to do this. Pastor, I want to do this. Pastor, I want to do this. Pastor, I want to. I, Pastor, I see us being 5,000. Like, I, I, I see us moving from this place and overflow. This is what I'm talking about. And, and it's not going to take anybody from outside. Hallelujah. God is going to pick, it's going to pick we, the children of God. Let me also tell us one thing. You see, those times they say Christianity had the largest population, right? 
Islamic crowd with 10 percent also. Now imagine Islamic, they are coming up right. Christianity, even though some people are Christians, but they are not Christians. Praise the Lord. I mean, they go to church. I don't know. I don't know their perception, but when it when it comes to the word of God, you know, that should tell us that we have a lot to do. Now, Pastor Chris made us understand last two years also that we're the light of the world, meaning we have a lot to do. You can't get broken if you are you have brokenness within you for God. You can't come to church and sit with the brokenness and say, okay, because rejoice said. You don't have to wait for instruments. I only wait when there's no instrument or there is. I'll praise God. No, we have to go beyond that. Praise the Lord. We have to go beyond that. What am I trying to say? We are the light of the world. We are the only people who can light up the world for them. They are in darkness. In spiritual terms, they are in darkness. Forget this ball. I mean, they are in darkness. We have the light. We are so full with the light that when we step, we are those who can give them light. That should tell us that when we are being broken for God, we don't wait to be given child, like okay, things to do for God, but then we take up things for ourselves to do for God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you think that if it was um, if it was that Jesus Christ was waiting for God to talk to him, everybody in this world, like I mean Abraham, everybody should start saying, Jesus Christ, you have to die on the cross for us. Did you read anything like that in the Bible? Mm. No. This man was selfless. He was humble. He was humble for God. And see what he could do for God at his age. And more or less be. Those times, more or less be that we have gotten the knowledge of God. We have the wisdom of God awakening us. We have excellent spirits. That means we, 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 even though we can't die on the cross, but then we have a lot to do, children of God. We have a lot to do. I want us to feel that, yes, we have responsibilities. I want us to feel that as we are sitting here, we have a lot of responsibilities. I want us to be charged up and begin to break your heart down for God and tell God that, God, come into my heart. Come into my God, take over. God, take over. Holy Spirit, I want you to take over. Take over to the center. When I even go to talk to somebody, the person wouldn't see me as in my physical state, but then the person will look at me and say, ah, brother, I see Jesus Christ in you. I want to give my life to Christ. The person will look at you and say, this lady has some fire inside her. I want to get closer to your fire. The person will look at you and be like, ah, you are really selfless. I like the way you worship God. I like the way you sing for God. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about we need to be broken for God. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we wonder some somebody like Snatch. Do you think that if Snatch is going for she only waits when she's going for a program, then she will start rehearsing. Just look at her administration. Sometimes she'll be holding a microphone and people will begin to fall. You see, sicknesses will begin to go like Things will just begin, someone will just be, maybe she, the person has been so heartbroken, things happened and all those, but after the ministration, the person will begin to receive miracles, begin to believe that, begin to feel so, like, the peace of God within the person. Do you think that she's just working with her mind or she's working with her own understanding? No, it is brokenness. When you break down, when, when you are being broken for God, God begins to use in an extraordinary way. You would sit and you would think and you'd be like, ah, I don't even understand. Like your family members would not even understand. They'll be like, ah, 
Because when they see you, they see God. When they see you, they see God. When they see you, they see Jesus. And then he, your friends around you will not even understand why all the time it's Jesus, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. All the time it's been, you are just talking about Jesus, how you love him, how he loves you. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. We need to be broken for God. We need to go on our knees and be broken for God. Cry unto him and tell him that we are being brokenness. We, we want to break down for him. We want him to take charge of our lives. We want him to manifest in our lives. We want him to take over our lives. We want him to minister to us. We want to have that personal communication with him. We don't want him to, we don't want to wait till God will tell Pastor Iman not to tell me that, oh, tell me this. But we want to have that personal relationship with him that you can talk to him, he can talk to you, you can tell oh, God I need this and he will do for you. This is what I am talking about. We need to be charged up this morning. Hallelujah. We need to take up this wine. Tell God that we are being broken for him. Hallelujah. We are being broken for him. Hallelujah. We want him to use us. We want him to use us. We want to get an impact in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is what I'm talking about. To end with everything. Brethren, Jesus Christ loves you. Amen. He came to die for you and I. That means we have a lot to do. Let's take away pride in the sight of God. Let's take away pride. Let's come unto his presence. Right before his presence and tell him that, Lord, we have broken up. We, we, we like brokenness within us. And, and, and tell him to take charge of your life. Tell him to start using you in an extraordinary way. And you know what? You'll be amazed with the way God would use you. If it is dancing, you will be amazed. He will use you. You will think that you are dancing, but then people will begin to get peace from your dance. People will begin to get joy from your dance that would reign in their lives forever. Children of God, I would end up by saying that as we, we, want, we want to enjoy the, present, the blessings of God, we want to enjoy the favor of God. We want to walk with the Spirit. We want, we want to have encounters with God. We want to have a personal talk with God. We have to be broken. Children of God, let's, let's break our hearts down for God. And I know God would use us in an extraordinary way. Thank you. Anointing is special. Hallelujah. Special anointing. Special anointing. Special grace. And I know all of you have received so much. Hallelujah. You know, we are in a place. No pride before God. You know, no pride before God. You know when you're worshiping, you have the one of God go on your knees. As you go on your knees, I take you all your shoes. Say, Lord, thank you. I bow down before you. I like, you know, you saw me, right? I like broken before you. Because you are the God that can take my trouble to testimony. Hallelujah. He's the only one who can be right. So you go before him. If you have someone who can give you $10, when the person kisses, come and carry my, my, what? Uh, come and sweep my whole compound. You come and sweep because you know $10 will change your life forever. God owns the whole world. He says, the silver is mine. The gold is mine. David said, I'll be more vile before his presence. Even more vile, I will sell my souls before him. 
Because God is a God that can make anything happen. Amen. 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 So we have a, a, a three young boys who are going to do a wonderful ministry. You can, you can have a seat. You can have a seat. Oh, 